Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Schmedium Mike's back. How you doing? The professor, Carl, is back. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Next week I'm expecting a sweater with the leather patches on the nail. Right? I can make it happen. All right. All right. Brother Bob's back. How's it going? Coffee Mike. Is back with no excuse. (laughs) Silent Ron. Hello. And DJ Little Joey Tyler is back. Hello. Our Bible verse tonight will be read by Schmedium Mike. Right. So I'll be reading from the ESV version. It's Psalms 51, 1 and 2. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and clean, cleanse me from my sin. That's it, right? Yeah. I'm, I must have, I got the wrong one. Oh, is yours better? No. What? <laughs> I thought it said Psalms 51 and 2. We well, got Psalms just 51 and 2. Yeah, I, the way I read it, it was Psalms 50, verse 1 and 2. So what does Psalms 50, 1 and 2? Do you have your glasses? O God, Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfect, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. I must have totally misread <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? That's probably exactly what you needed to read today. Man, it's about God himself is judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So for the first time in podcast episodes, we're going to be a little selfish. I'm going to be selfish. For the first time? (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to hit that softball. Shocker at Silent Ron. I never let you down on those. I'm here to call you out, buddy. Today's topic is personal challenges either from for us or for somebody across the table or the listeners you said or the listeners yep right otherwise i did this very wrong no (laughs) or the listeners but we know that sometimes there's feedback and sometimes there's not what we do know on that part is that we have a text group and we see each other multiple times so Sometimes also, we just hang out with them all day. Sometimes. <laughs> Very true. So that's, it's the accountability part, right? So let's quit talking about it and be about it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right? Yep. So m- what I proposed to you guys in the text was a challenge. So, for example, it comes with a caveat, though. So if Bob challenges Silent Ron... With a challenge. I hope not. (laughs) Then nobody else can pick Silent Ron. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I'm speaking from me. I myself can barely focus just on God. Nonetheless, one challenge. Right? So. So you're saying no ganging up. No ganging up. Because this is a good gang up. If it happens, but we're we're not going to let that go. Thing that is, way. I've already got my challenge. Well, then lead us off, sir. No, no, no. What is it? No, no, no. What I said is, what I mean is, somebody's already gave me a challenge. And what is that? But challenge? not from here. We'll see. Try well, rogue game. Count. I don't but I've already. It does count. No, no. no because it it's doesn't. at the school and it's about youth. So to me, it counts. So then, no. so then, your challenge is challenging yourself. Pretty much because it's gonna. I've right. already talked to you all right. about it, yeah, and asked for yeah. prayers for it because it seems like nobody wants to take this on, and I was asked to take it on, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of a scary thing. So clarify what like we know what it is. People listening, okay. We do this thing at school. It's called a. Uh, what what is uh meet and greet morning meet and greet where teachers meet with kids in the morning for a certain amount of time to start the day we have a child coming back tomorrow 
And uh, somehow, my name got brought up to go to be this kid's morning meet and greet. And it's like, how did I get chose for this? How did that just like come? How did my name come up for something like that? And I'm like, oh man, because I like to talk to the kids, but not kind of like that, you know? It'd be just me and him one on one, and so I, I don't want to say too much because I know some of the people that listen. Can I can I stop you real quick? No, and, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the MC here. Yes, go ahead. I know, I know. We're switching it up, right? <laughs> I think that you need to take just a second, and obviously in, in the most humble way possible, but look at this blessing. Let's just take into a couple of things, okay? One, it, it's not your comfort zone. Correct. Two, you're not a teacher. <laughs> Correct again. You know, three... <laughs> And unfortunate, but you're a male. Okay? So these things here, these things here are usually not... He didn't say correct to that. <laughs> well, the thing is, sure, uh, he said, unfortunately, no, no, no. you're a male. So no, no, no. I, I was confused. I, no. well, I was thinking, <laughs> My bad. And I say that to say this. Most times in a situation like this, all of those things aren't going to be the, in the same person. Okay? Mm-hmm. Normally, when a kid wants to meet a teacher... It's usually not a male. Again, that's the unfortunate part. Whether it's they're not making a big enough impact, whether it's they're not in it enough for the kids, things like that. But then you take out the situation of you're not a teacher, you're not, you know what I mean? Then it just gets rarer and rarer. So I was told they're wanting that male role model kind of side. Right. But somebody had to choose you. Yeah. So I think that that's what you need to take out of it like i said in the humble way of this victory of somebody chose you for this and sees the person yeah. obviously because and it's never happened before correct so obviously there's been a change and i think you're smart enough to say say what that change is in your right. life can i can i just kind of chime in here you know i think uh the reason they picked you ron was because you've got a gentle spirit you know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You don't get harsh. You don't. Uh, you want your understanding. You're loving, and that's what kids need now. They need that. They need that love because sometimes they're not getting that at home. That's true. You know, and that's just my perception of you because, I mean, I've never seen you really get angry. I've never really seen you get loud. You know, and and I mean, we've been we've been hanging around for probably two years now. And, you know, and you, you want to help people. You want to see people succeed in what they do. So, yes, you're a very good role model for that child. Well, I hope. And I still ask for the prayers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So. Oh, no, and they're, they'll come, I mean, again, because they already are. But I think you just need to, when you, when you have that self-doubt, because I know you do, I think you need to look back on this and say, wait, there's something everybody around me is seeing. Yep. One of these days I'll see it. <laughs> you will. Maybe. You Maybe. Will. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Humility is great until it becomes a snare keeping you from doing what God's calling you to do. Exactly. And you reach a point where you're, you're so self-debasing. Not you, I'm, I'm just saying broadly speaking. We can get to a place where we're, we're so low on ourselves that we never believe that we can walk out the calling that he has on us. Mm. And you need to resist that. Remain humble, but don't be so humble that you're just standing still. Right? Because, Bob, what's your catchphrase that you always say about worthy and deserving? Worthy and deserving? Yeah. We're worthy of everything because God says we're worthy of it. Now, are we deserving of everything? Absolutely not. But God says that we are worthy. So if you think you're unworthy, you're wrong. You're undeserving, but you're worthy because God said we are. Mm. Jesus said we was because that's why he hung on the cross for us. That's right. Yeah. You don't pay for something that doesn't have worth and value. Exactly. He paid the ultimate price to purchase us back because there was, to him, worth and value Absolutely. in us. Still makes me nervous. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what, though? And I don't think... I'm sorry, Mike. No, I was just going to say, if it doesn't, I think you're doing it wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I was going to say, we talked about it last night in small group. If you're not out of your comfort zone, God can't mold you and shape you the way he needs you. You've well, got to get out of your comfort zone to be able to be molded and shaped and know that you're actually allowing him to do that, which means you got to step out on faith. If you don't step out on faith, you're doing something. You're doing it way wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is definitely out of my comfort zone. Well, there you go. So you we'll don't go. put gold ore in the fire. It just, it's just an ugly rock. Just an ugly rock. That's exactly right. So we'll, so Ron's off the table, so to speak. Ron's off. So that's all you have to do to avoid it. Just challenge Absolutely. yourself, and nobody else can say anything we to did, you. Did somebody actually, actually have a challenge for Ron? Well. All right, we're good. <laughs> well played, Ron. I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear a gavel right now. Gotcha. <laughs> he dropped the mic on that one. Yeah, he did. Yep. Mic off. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I guess I can. Um, the thing is, is you said that uh, that we could only challenge just a person. Or we can challenge the whole group. The way Ronnie said it to me multiple times was, he says, <laughs> you get one challenge on one person, and that's the rules. We one challenge think. on one person. But the no, thing is, though, it could be for anybody, too. Group. You know what? I you thought. do what's laid on your heart, Bob. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. That's smooth, Carl. That's smooth. Here's the thing. If Bob throws a challenge out there to just, like, say, Mike, and it hits Carl like, you know what? I'm going to take on that challenge as well. Mm-hmm. So be it. That'll be my challenge. That's it. I adopt somebody else's challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to adopt Ron's challenge? I think so, yeah. I think I osmosis. But it, but it might end up being osmosis. Okay, right. fellas, here we go. This is, this is my challenge. My challenge is to this group. My challenge is to the listeners. But... My actual challenge is that uh, this group sets aside a day of the week, sometime, I don't care what day it is, to absolutely get together and absolutely have heartfelt prayer for each other. Mm. That is my challenge for this group. And honestly, listeners, I really hope that you absolutely have a heartfelt prayer for Broken Record Ministries for the things that we're going to be going through, for the things that's coming up, actually for the group itself, because we've got struggles just like everybody else has got struggles. But my my challenge is for the group to get together at least one day a week and absolutely pray for each other and pray for things that is going on. That's my challenge. Other than Monday? Other than Monday. Okay. I mean... If it needs to be Monday, it just needs to be Monday. Can't I mean, be at 3 o'clock. All, huh? Can't be at 3 o'clock. Why? That's uh, Coffee Mike's nap time. Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> listen. Listen. I love you. Uh, sure you do. I do. Thank you. Dang it. But seriously, <laughs> I don't know that, that is my challenge for this group. I saw, I saw that high five over That's there, Ronnie. Can I add something to that? Absolutely. And it's not adding to the challenge, but, man, prayer is so important. Yes. And I'm talking to myself here. We treat it so just casually, mm-hmm. so casually. And th- this might be a little controversial to say. I'm not intending it to be. But there's a reason that God took one of his servants, had him drop dead on a football field, and then raise him from the dead when people gathered around him to pray. Mm-hmm. CPR did not save Hamlin. I'm yeah. sorry. Quick, quick response from a medical team did not save Hamlin. Prayer saved Hamlin. God showed on national television that he is active, and he responds to prayer when we come to him in humility. He showed that he is an active God, a powerful God that answers prayer, and we need to take that seriously. Even on very ESPN, seriously. did you see that? There I did. Was, that was awesome. It was. And it was so powerful to see that. What was really cool, the byproduct of that is, it united the entire nation. Yeah, yeah because his fund, he was trying to raise what twenty five hundred dollars, and it's over eight million now. And the reason I bring that up, it did. But my worry is the reason I bring that up is because we we have a tendency to come to God in our desperation, 
In our desperation, we pray and we plead with him, but as soon as he answers the prayer, well, God, it was God, the CPR. Yeah. Well, it was the medical staff. Well, it was, it was science that brought him back. There's always some excuse to explain away the prayer. When we're desperate, we pray, and when, when he answers, we walk away again, and we've got to stop doing that. We've got to stop doing that. What about the, well, we prayed. And the genie came out of the bottle, mm. so now yeah. we don't. Now we won't have to again until until the next crisis. Until the next until crisis. crisis. Yeah. I'm not diminishing what they did no. for him on the field. That's why I said this might be this might sound controversial. I'm not intending it to be. I'm not saying that you know God didn't put the right people in place. He absolutely did. But I firmly believe that that man was dead, yeah. and he was brought back. And I believe it was the prayer that oh, brought his heart him back. Stopped. It mm-hmm. stopped. It stopped. And anybody that knows anything about that, it is rare. For somebody to come back from something like that off CPR with no cognitive disability whatsoever. Two times. Nothing. Two two times. Yes, that was the power of of Yahweh Rapha, our healer, that did that. And we need to remember that and never forget it. Yeah. The thing is, though, you know, is is like I was telling the kids yesterday, you know, um, when when we stand before God, you know, we just, we bring everything to him. But yet, he still wants us to just come and fellowship with him. He doesn't always want us to come and just have problem after problem after problem after problem. Yep. He wants us to come to him and have fellowship with him, which means, guys, we've got to have a personal relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you don't got that personal relationship, if you're not talking to him, and I'm talking not asking him for something, I'm sitting there saying, absolutely just sitting there, Talking like we're talking. It doesn't matter how you talk. It doesn't talk, matter how right? you talk. No. Like, even matter. if you're a non-believer, you're going to talk to God. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Just like the song says. One way or another, yeah. you are. One way or another. Even yep. when you, I, I even if you s- don't believe. I hate uh-huh. to say this, even atheists yes. talk to God. Because one thing, I've heard several of them, you know, they take his name in vain. Be like, how can you take his name in vain if you don't believe in him? Or they're mad at him. Or they're mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He's, he's, how can he's, he be mad at something that doesn't, doesn't exist? Exactly. Exactly. You know, but that's my thing, you know, and I, I, I'll push the personal relationship all the time. I'll, I'm, like I told the kids yesterday, anytime I teach you, I'm going to bring you right back to that point where you've got to have that personal relationship. Bully if you ball. don't have it, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Yep. I did the same thing because I had the earlier kids' church, and it was, you have to have this personal relationship. Is there a right way to pray? No. You're talking to him. Absolutely. He wants you to have a relationship with him. How do you talk to your best friend? Well, this is your best friend. I always tell my my son to pray to him like you'd just be talking to me. Just yeah. he's right yep. there. You don't have that's to that's the way I do it. Just yeah. talk to him. Absolutely. I could be driving down the road and something just comes in my mind and I just start talking out loud. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't complicate God. Right. No. <laughs> he created us. He knows how we are. Right. Right. Just talk to the man. Yeah, he's right there. That's yeah. that's what I've always taught. That's how I kind of learned. That's just something that's always stuck with me. Just. Well, first of all, I asked them, I'm like, do you guys really know what a personal relationship is? And they're kind of like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, how many of you has got best friends? How many of you want to be around your mom or your dad all the time because you love them that much? Mm-hmm. That's what a personal relationship looks like. Yep. You yearn to be around them. You yearn to talk to them. You yearn to hear their voice all the time. And learn. And learn. Mm -hmm. And that's what God wants from us. He wants us to yearn for him. He wants our heart to just burst with wanting him around us all the time. Mm -hmm. Wanting to please him. Yes. Yes. Knowing that we're going to fall short. And he knows it. And he's still right there. Still right there. And it's so filling in here right now. You can't almost... I can't almost... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Ah, uh, I can't think of it. Take My it heart hurts right now, mm-hmm. but I can't tell if it's hurting because I'm in pain or if I'm just hurting because it's so full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this, because of what's going on right now, I have a pain in my heart, and I can't. It's not really a strong pain, pain like you know. I think I'm gonna pass out or something. <laughs> But like I said, I can't tell whether no, yeah. if it's that we or have if a nurse on hand. So full, just... my heart can't take no more. Mm-hmm. I can feel the Holy Spirit here right now. I literally just felt the same thing. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like I'm not it making that takes, up. I literally felt the same thing. It almost takes my after breath after away. You know what I mean? Yeah. The air is very close in here. I can tell because I'm hot. I'm I mean, very hot for real. I mean, it, Let's not I go get there. hot. I know the I know the Holy Spirit's here. <laughs> It, it happens in church. Like happens, Tyler was saying right. earlier, he had cold chills. Yeah. Well, I had cold chills earlier, but now it's like my heart is so full, it's almost painful. Yeah. Tyler's sweating. Oh, I'm always sweating. No, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. It's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he's always this with time me. This he's apparently always with me, making me sweat. <laughs> He's got jokes. Uh, he does got jokes. I'm just saying that, that's just the way I felt. After, I mean, it's just like so. It's whelming. Yes. Yeah. It's so strong right now. We were before that's recording. Wild, we were standing in the kitchen. And I looked in here and there was five guys here sitting at the table just talking back and forth. And I looked in here and I felt that same thing. And I told Ronnie, I love talk about the community and stuff like that because of the bantering back and forth but knowing nobody is here because they have to be nobody is being forced to be here I hate to say getting anything out of it but like there's nothing nothing selfish or anything like that that's coming from this it is nothing but pure sacrifice just yeah. to be here and to be able to do this. And it doesn't feel this is at not all an obligation. like sacrifice. This is not an obligation. Right. This is a driven yeah. When we start, thing. When, yeah. when it starts feeling like a chore, yeah. Oh, yeah. we'll be the last episode. Oh, yeah. And that's like Absolutely. whenever, whenever we miss. I can't right. stand it. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when I have to miss Monday night. Right. I, I tell you, I'm changing my whole plan for next year. I will not miss any more Monday nights. No excuses. I can't take it. <laughs> is that your challenge for yourself? That is my challenge for myself. Thank you, Carl, for helping me out on that. Dang it. <laughs> that would be three from downtown, and I'm done. Yes. That's what you get for stepping in with digging deeper when I need it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See there? A little bit of grace. That's a little a bit of help. Dunk right there. Yeah. Little Carl, the bad thing Carl. is, the, assist. <laughs> the bad thing about that is, though, that's next year. You have to have the challenge today mm. well, no one said there was a timeline silent Ron. nobody <laughs> no. step back in your chair you're over there <laughs> there was a timeline i think it was i'm pretty yeah. sure there was you are. <laughs> the truth i am on the truth side well <laughs> turn it off side. <laughs> you know if you want to get technical lean towards carl here it is the new year so really, it oh, will be a full year. That's right. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. You two are still on my list. <laughs> you, on the other hand, no. <laughs> you, on the other hand. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. You or, you're not Carl. Carl. <laughs> you're not Carl. I'm new. You know who we are. I'm new. Leave me alone. Yeah, you, you should have gone with that. Yeah. We're going to need name tags. My so challenge this is Carl, exactly. and that's Mike. Okay. Yeah, my challenge so <laughs> let me get this clear. Ron, Bob, and Coffee Mike are done. Is that right? That would be correct. All right. Well, all right. I'd like to I'll buy go. a vowel, though. All right. <laughs> so I'll start off saying I think this is going to hit more than the person, and that is somewhat intentional because I wanted to get on, but Bob stole my thunder on that and just say to my usos, but I'm not. So I will say to Tyler. I don't know why, but I knew you was going to pick me. I just felt it. I, I think it, back it, 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 it actually changed until – Talking before we hit record today, when we were just talking before, we had the phrase. He was probably going to hit wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the times of struggle, in the times of doubt and feeling unworthy, I want to challenge you to never be alone. Remember, you're not alone. When you are alone, that's when it's worst. Right. But I mean, there is. Phone call away, text away, and God willing, if I mean, if it's possible, somebody will be there. The problem is, is correct. When you feel that away, you're like, I don't want to make that call, right? And so that's really, the challenge. Right. I mean, it's yeah, really that's hard. That's the challenge yeah. is to get get past that because again, now there's a group part here, and it's multiple people. Would I? I don't know the number nine, ten that's in that group. Somebody, obviously. You know, it might be after four thirty when they're done on the bus. After three o'clock when they're done with their Here nap. Here we go, go in the nap. <laughs> I mean, you knew it was but, coming. 
listeners are going not that old. It's going to happen. And that's something, too, that I think it is important for the listeners. You know, and, and I know sometimes I've harped on it with with men because we're horrible about it, and we got to take it on ourselves and stuff like that. But I know women are like that too. If somebody is out there and needs it, reach out. I'm just gonna put this out there. I'm I'm at my shop all day long. Call me on my shop phone. That way, the phone won't bother us. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Why do well, you think I go to the shop? I'm not gonna lie. Well, I, I heard Don talk work. about going to your shop. I'm, I you don't mind i might show up but it's going to be a daily talk with somebody because i mean that's the the enemy wants to do that every day with me every hour it seems like the closer i get the closer i get it just gets harder but i I don't mean that to deter no not at all and that's what i'm saying though is you're not the only one sitting here that that happens to like it happens sometimes on the daily it happens today and i text radrani we, we had you some, picked Ronnie? We had some. <laughs> it was meant to be because we had some good conversations. There you go. <laughs> okay. Ronnie, Ronnie was like a prophet today. His teeth was hurting. Prophet Ronnie is That's better than bully Ronnie. Uh, yeah. I like prophet Ronnie, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's like I'm, I'm editing In that out. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. That's right. I do want to add one more thing, Tyler. Yes, yeah, sir. Is you know when Mike said that you feel unworthy, like I just said a while ago, that word needs to be cut out because you are worthy. Just remember that, because that's why Christ come out of heaven. Amen. Because He thought we was worthy enough to come by us at a price, at the ultimate price. I don't think if it wasn't for like we were talking about a second ago, if it wasn't for this group, I don't think I would feel the way I feel right now today. I like it's uh, texting Ronnie your guys' messages last week. It's just. The enemy is strong and pushing, mm-hmm. but we're, we got God. We got to be. Right. We, I mean, that's way better than what right. the enemy can do. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> we know who I wins. Won't, I won't disclose our our whole conversation, the, right? But I don't care what you disclose. No, I'm, I really don't. Just but so here's the thing: you were thanking me for being the man of God that I was, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how this goes full circle. Everybody knows my rescue story right the person i was focused on the normalcy of the quote-unquote craziness that was happening around me was tyler because i knew him Mm -hmm. he was drumming on stage right trying to (laughs) you were drumming i'm just whether it sounded good or not that's the debate There's Ronnie for you. Hey, I'm not debating it. Yeah. The boy's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right? Like, so think about that, right? So this is God's way of putting me back to help you like you helped me and you didn't even know you were helping me when I was looking straight ahead and being like, okay, there's Tyler. I know Tyler. All of these people are worshiping and raising their hands, which was crazy to me at that time. Right? Mm-hmm. And you and God, God put you there on that stage at that point. So then my peace came over me at that moment. Yep. In that spot, on that Sunday, see how that works out? Like mm-hmm. all the pieces that had to be in play I, I for that to happen? I don't that, but cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. just cool. <laughs> so, to, right. um, you, you can tell them you're welcome. So, to, yeah, you to all, since you challenged me, I've already what my idea, what I was going to come here with, was a challenge that I was given myself that we can throw out to anybody, obviously. But um, I don't know if you guys know a pastor. Uh, his name's Cole Calloway Hudson. Um, he's an amazing preacher. I I've heard of him. Seen him I seen YouTube him struggling with faith yesterday. Yes, I did too. <laughs> sure enough. So literally. So he he talked last year at some point about how how much we're on our phones, and what if we just replace that with the Bible? Um, and I'm not talking about the Bible on your phone. I'm talking about the actual Bible itself because every time I'm on my phone looking at the Bible, that's when I'm going to get text messages. That's when I'm going to get phone calls. All the different distractions and Facebook's going to pop up, and you're going to want to go through all that. So I've been trying to challenge myself to wear out my Bible. 
I don't know if that makes sense to, no, to sure. Yeah. My goal is to get a new Bible because I can't read the other one. And there was a point where I'm like, I'm starting to highlight stuff. Is this, you know, what if, if I highlight the whole Bible, I can just get a new one and just do it all again. I yeah. Because every verse is awesome, but. Yeah, but why would so you want to get a new Bible? Because you exactly. already highlighted all I know, the stuff. Yeah. So you, my got all, goal, you got all your notes. So my goal here lately, so I, d- I decided to delete Facebook, all the games I had. I did left. I think I've talked to some of you guys about it. Um, and it's been awesome, but that's where the devil is like, oh, so you're getting closer, so I'm going to try to do more. So I was texting Ronnie because we're going to be transparent here, guys, already. Yeah. So I know there's a lot of people out there listening. I'm sure there's somebody else that's going to deal with it. So last week I fell a little bit on the phone. I decided to look at things that I shouldn't have looked at. Um, felt horrible about it. Um, didn't want to tell anybody. I was afraid that some people who have kids in the youth group might say, I don't want to take my kid there anymore because of that. So that's what the devil was telling me, whether it's true or not. I don't know. But that's what's been on my heart all last week and this week. And whew, got it out. There it is. It's out there, gentlemen. That's my struggle. Well, that feels a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that feels a lot better. So what's your challenge? My jo- <laughs> so my yeah. challenge was where your Bible at? to wear my Bible at to, yeah. instead of play a game when I'm sitting in my car, to read the Bible. Instead of like today I took my son to the dentist, I actually did it for once. I haven't done it yet, but I actually brought my Bible in with me and read it instead. But we ended up texting through most of that. But um, instead, I was my goal is just to replace as much of my phone as I can with my actual Bible. It's so weird you say that. Cause is it weird? weird? Yes, or for me. It's, it's weird <laughs> because I was, I was talking to my wife not too long ago about I wish I could get into my Bible and read it. I have a hard time reading it and understanding. So I'm still looking for that so-called easy reading, understanding Bible that I can get into. But that's what I want to do. That's where you're talking about is where I want to be. Well, yeah. And getting rid of the the on-the-phone thing, only using it if somebody calls me and they need something or something like that. I'm trying to figure out a way for me to get into my Bible more and be able to understand it and see what defers me out of it is because I have a hard time understanding what I'm reading. So and Everybody says, do audible. Well, that, that you have a hard time listening to you? Yes. So what? Yes, because my mind is constantly running about other stuff. After our conversation, me and Ronnie's this morning, I was talking to him about all that. I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up to you guys just because of all the... The shame. The shame. Pretty much the shame. And then I get home, and I'm doing one of my devotions, which, if you're out there and you're not doing a devotion, wow. I mean, you've it's done wonders for me, personally. But anyway, so one of the verses, and I sent it to you guys, was Psalms 51, verse 17. The greatest sacrifice you, you want, talking about God you want, is a broken spirit. God, you will gladly accept a heart that is broken because of sadness over sin. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I, I'm not saying that that gives me the right. Obviously, that's, that's not what I'm getting at. It doesn't give me the right to do it again. No, but it gives you the correction you need. It gives me the correction. and gives me the, the peace that God's like, I know you. I know that you did this, but I know you can do better. And I still accept you no matter what. That sounds like something you need to put in a frame, and that way when you walk in your room or something, you can read it every day. You got that right. That's face. a good idea. Put and it on a well, shirt. you being transparent here, knowing the struggle. It should hopefully be a little bit easier Now to be like, hey, praying for you. Right. And that's and how's your day going? God's going to put it on some, some of somebody's heart. Either needs prayer. See you the know. back of them phones. Put your put you some verses on the back of that phone. When you look at that phone, when you pick it up, first thing you see is them verses. I like it. I want to add. Uh, you know, I've talked about it on the podcast in the past, but it's been a while. I fell into the exact same sin. And when, when, when he hit me with, that's, that's how the enemy brought me to an absolute rock bottom and got me to a place where I felt like I, I, I fell too many times with it. I succumbed to the, to the temptation one too many times. Spirit had left me, and there was no way back. That's what the enemy hit me with. Uh, the difference between my situation and yours is I didn't have this group at the time. I was isolated and alone. So I had nowhere to turn, right? And I was just, 
overwhelmed with those those emotions that you know I've I've just done too much and I'm I'm irredeemable. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what that's what the enemy really hit me with. I don't know if it's similar for you, but that's that's essentially the guilt that that I was hit I, with. I just constantly feel like kind of Ron was saying. So, um, as one of the youth leaders, you know, you you know, I was reading James. Uh, is it four? One where it talks about God's going to hold hold teachers and leaders to a higher standard, and I'm like, oh. so I failed again. Mm-hmm. I failed again. But then you read that again, and you're like, okay, I get it. You know, we are going to fail, but we've got to try to live that Christ-like life and not fail. But that's what God, or that's what the enemy tries to tell me is that you're in youth group. You don't need to tell anybody first of all, mm-hmm. and you're the worst. Which is <laughs> which he's trying to he's trying to get you to to not confess it, and right. and, and which and he will tonight. Which, yeah, just so you know, and I'm so happy. But if he can get you to do that, then he's gonna he's gonna get you to a place of deeper guilt. Absolutely. And and what he brought me he brought me to to several passages multiple times during that period to pull me out of it. One was Psalm fifty one. Psalm fifty one was a huge turning point. That's why I find that pretty interesting that that it hit you. That was a huge turning point for me because when I finally like broke down and 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 failed that last time and. I really prayed out Psalm 51 and meant it for the first time ever. Because he will chastise you, right? When you fall into sin, he will chastise you. That's an absolute thing. I've experienced that. But when I really prayed that out and meant it, it it changed things, but it led to a process that was very uncomfortable. And that's when the enemy moved in and switched his tactic. Mm -hmm. So it went from, you're not really worthy to do these things, to, no, you did it too many times, you're not saved anymore. He switched tactics on me. And that's when I turned to, I want to read this if you don't mind, but it's no. from Job, and it was, it, was, it was super encouraging for me. It's a little bit long, but he's, it's Elihu, the young man that talks to Job to refute Job and his three friends. He's the only one in the whole passage that isn't rebuked by anybody, including the Most High. And he's describing a person that falls into sin, because the argument is if you fall into sin, you know, that's sort of what the three friends hit Job with. You must have sinned, and, and you can't be saved now, sort of what they make Job feel like. And then Job retorts with, well, I, I don't sin at all. I'm perfect. You know, so they were both in error, and what he's trying to show them is everybody sins, but they also have an advocate, is what he's trying to show. And he describes somebody who's been chastised, and then he says in, it's Job chapter 33, verse 23, if there is an angel as mediator for him, this person has fallen into sin, one out of a thousand to remind a man what is right for him, then let him be gracious to him and say, deliver him from going down to the pit, I have found a ransom. I believe this is a prophecy about Jesus. Let his flesh become fresher than in youth. Let him return to the days of his youthful vigor. Then he will pray to God and he will accept him. No matter what. He's not saying certain sins will accept and others he won't. He's saying no matter what, you can be completely and totally restored. That he may see his face with joy and he may restore his righteousness to man. He will sing to men and say, I have sinned and perverted what is right and it is not proper for me. He has redeemed my soul from going to the pit and my life shall see the light. Behold, God does all these things over and over with men to bring back his soul from the pit that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Over again, and again, and again. Thank you. Very, very nice. He'll be here all week. <laughs> and I have one more thing. You said you was worried about God judging you harsher, right? Yes. Okay. you got to kind of understand that. You are actually actively seeking God. So God knows we're going to fall. He knows we're going to. He knows we're going to stumble. <clears throat> he knows we're going to fail. So, with you actively seeking Him and you actively being a part of Him, that verse actually is talking about the people that are <clears throat> they're wolves in sheep clothing. Is what that verse is actually talking about. <clears throat> they're teaching people wrong. They're telling them wrong. They're showing them the wrong way. They're taking them down the wrong path. That's exactly what that is talking about. Sorry, we recorded on Digging Deeper today. And and we were specifically in Matthew chapter 7 when he warned about the false prophets who were were wolves in sheep's clothing. Exactly what we talked about today. Bob wasn't even there, even though he was referenced a few times on the podcast. Well, and that's what we kind of explained then was there's a difference between there's a difference between those who actively seek to work against the will of the Father and claim His name, and those who fall into sin. Right. There's a difference between those two classes of people. Yes. Yep. I have nothing. This is awesome. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Right. 
I don't know. So that leaves the professor. The professor. This isn't going to be very good. Well, Professor and don't, you, right? Don't you set me up <laughs> Ronnie, yeah, come Ronnie. on now. He's the prophet. The prophet. Right. The, no, prophet no, the professor no, and the no, prophet. No, that no, rings. No. I like sitcom. that. The that professor could be a sitcom, and the elementary brother. teacher. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some street preaching with that. We'll hit the street corners. Sonny <laughs> plays guitar. You can only be so humble. Like ASAP-type musical prophecy. It'll be great. No. He says no. No. So, and this is going to be for everybody. Myself, everybody at the table, anybody listening, because I think this is important. It's something that I think we need to collect a lot. We're crowd followers. We, you know, there's, there's, there tends to be within the flock two types of sheep. Those who just follow after the king sheep and those who want to be the king sheep. It's called the budding order. Yep. Right. We tend to act like sheep that don't have a shepherd. That's the problem. You know, sheep in the presence of the shepherd, they forget themselves and they just follow the shepherd. Too often in the churches, we act like sheep that are just running amok and, and trying to gain a platform for ourselves and just following after each other rather than seeking after the good shepherd. In Acts chapter 17, it's describing Paul's missionary journeys. And at one point, he comes to a place called Berea. And he's teaching there in the synagogues, teaching about Jesus. About, he's, he's sharing the gospel. And verse 11 says something that I think is very important that needs to be applied, and we don't apply it enough. It says, now these, these Bereans, were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with great eagerness, and this is the important part, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. They were testing Paul. Everything Paul came in and taught, they didn't just reflexively believe what he said. They tested what he said against the word of God. Everything. And he called them noble-minded for that. He wasn't upset by this because he thought that's what they should have done. They were noble-minded for testing it. Now, here's a logic exercise. This is the first century. This is the book of Acts. What was scripture then? Old Testament. Old What we call, what we sort of honestly kind of dismissively refer to as the Old Testament. Well, we throw a blank page between the Old and New Testament. We treat what comes to the left of the blank page like it's less relevant to us, mm-hmm. and we don't test against it. But this is telling us that they were using that scripture to test what Paul taught to see if it was right. And they determined it was. And this is, this is where my challenge is. We need to start testing what we think we know about our faith against what the Word of God actually says and align ourselves to the Word of God first rather than testing the Word of God against what we think we know and what we want to believe and trying to twist the Word of God to conform with what we think or what the crowd says we should believe or what the king's sheep tell us to believe. I'm not saying to disrespect authority. That's not at all what I'm saying. They didn't disrespect Paul. That's what's important here. But they did test what he was teaching. And we need to be, we need to be more noble-minded about that. We need to take what we think we know, the way we practice our faith. We need to really dig in and study Genesis Revelation, what he says he expects, and seek to align ourselves with that. And if anything that we're taught, we can't find a validation or a justification for in Scripture, we need to throw it out. We really do. And I think we would see the revival that we all want to see if we would seek to be more in step with the Father. I think we're not seeing the power of God manifest so often because we're telling the Father no too much. We're, we're putting our hand up and saying, I'll follow you this far, but n- no further, because that makes me uncomfortable. But then we demand revival, and I, I just don't think we're going to see that Acts chapter 2, chapter 3 revival until we step out and walk the walk of obedience like he asks us to do. I'm not saying you earn anything through that. That's not what I'm saying. Don't, don't mistake me. But there is a follow-through. There is, a, there is a follow-through in our faith, and if we want him to move, if we want him to work on our behalf, we have to show willingness to work on his behalf, too. That's part of what a relationship is. You work for each other. Absolutely. You do for each other. Mm-hmm. And too often, we demand big, big things from the Most High, but then we give him very little in return. Yeah. And we've right. really got, we've got to get away from that mentality. That would be my challenge for me first and for anyone listening second. That's a good challenge. I like it. So what about the narrator? So, going into this challenge, I was going to challenge Mike, Schmedium Mike, mm. about digging deeper like that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Thank you. 
with your son. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But after things that have happened today, I'm challenging Carl. Mm. I'm excited. Hang on. Let me brace myself. Okay, I'm ready. This is challenging for a position. <laughs> oh, okay. I was ready for a fight. I'm sorry. I forgot where I was at for a second. You said it here in this episode. You also said it side text, even when we weren't even talking about it. But I'm challenging you and Tyler to reach out to each other because you both run that parallel road, right? So me talking to Tyler might mean something. But you talking to Tyler and Tyler, you talking to Carl might help because you both know the struggles. Mm -hmm. You've got similar struggles. And I know how both of you like to make excuses not to do things (laughs) as well as put yourself on isolated islands. So if one text and the other one's on the isolated island... The one that who texts is going to know that that person's on the isolated island. Mm. Right? Yep. And vice versa. Hi, Carl. I'm Tyler. Hey, Tyler, it's nice to meet you, man. There you go. I like that beard. Yeah. It's nice. I'm, I'm very not going to grow it until I lose weight. My wife hates my beard, and I said, well, then make me lose weight. So, <laughs> make me lose weight. <laughs> so, that's my challenge. Yes. Challenge accepted. Accepted. So, that's a lot of challenges for me tonight. You challenged yourself. You yeah. wasted your own to challenge yourself. Do you want to change it? No, I don't. I okay. still like my challenges. No, I think all of my challenges. only got one and one only. Why not? I was going to quickly take it back. But <laughs> I was going to give him, think well, he had the option. To think you're the narrator, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I position. I, I was about to say, where's that power come did from? Did anybody challenge Ronnie? Nope. Not oh, I did. Well, yeah, Bob did. Well, Carl that was, did. That's true, yeah. yeah. I challenge Ronnie. No, you can't. No, 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 no. I'm going to say it anyway. You don't have to do it. But I challenge Ronnie to. Uh, um, what, what was the what God's calling you to do something? Mm-hmm. Is that right? And you just don't want to do it. You don't mm-hmm. feel prepared to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to be prepared. Ooh, gotcha. Ooh. That's probably, that's that probably the best is one. Pretty good. I like that. That's the best one of the night. I don't know what it is, but it sounds good to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll roll this with it. This isn't a good time to agree with the table. <laughs> remember, remember how this Carl is. just challenged everybody to test what they hear. <laughs> this is a yeah. I have no clue what application it is. exercise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Only Ronnie knows what I'm talking about, and that's okay. Well, some maybe some around the table. Know. Yeah. More after I hit the not record button, but. <laughs> Thanks, new kid on the block. Hey, tonight's tough. Well, yeah, it is tough. It is very tough. I was gonna say I don't think there's been a Monday night since I started. It's been tough. Like uh, like one of the youth said uh, over a couple of weeks ago when we went to Extreme Winter and she got saved. Her question immediately was, "How hard is this going to be?" I don't think I would have ever thought of that as in high school. No, uh uh-uh. but I think we're all feeling it right now. Oh yeah. It's not all peaches oh, yeah. and cream. No, but we have that peace, though, that we joy that, that we know we got God. That's, That's right. what I was yeah. trying. I was telling my, my other son about some things, and I said, it is tough to do all this, but I have so much joy in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I do get depressed, and I do get in those holes, but you got to remember, you know, who we have still. That's anyway. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and when Carl was talking about it earlier, about the refinement and the chastising that God will put us through, you know, and... and don't ever think that he won't. We just have to remember what a good, good father he is. It's just like I always say when I'm in that funk or when I feel bad or something like that, I have something I always go back to to remind me. And it's what he went through and what he did for me on the cross. And I sit there and I say, Ron, get yourself out of that pity party. Pick yourself back up because... If he can do that, you can make it through this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. If he can do that, you can make it through anything. Mm-hmm. 
So when I do feel down on myself or I feel I can't do this or that or whatever and I have questions, that's where I go to. That's my go-to is what he went through, his walk to where he had to go, and then the end result is what runs through my head all the time. So something that just popped into my head just now was another. So I'm doing a few different devotions uh, one of them's with my wife. Another, uh, there's one that I'm doing about leadership. Another one I'm doing is with some of the youth. And today was talking about um, Psalms. Another Psalm, of course, you know it. Um, it's a book in the Bible. It is uh, Psalms one and two. Uh, I think we all know it, but like we, so many times we t- we know these verses and we we know them so well that they just become. A, a verse that we know, you know, John right. three sixteen. Everyone knows it. Do we really know? You know, but the Lord is my shepherd. He gives me everything I need. He lets me lie down in fields of green grass. He leads me besides quiet waters. Um, today, when I was reading that, it just such a peace because I was I was picturing that in my head as I was reading it. You know what that would look like. Um, so remind me of that this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I feel depressed or something, please remind me to read one and two of Psalms twenty three. Yeah. But that's I, I think I'm done for the yeah, night. I, don't know. I always think there should be somewhere that you have personally that you if you know you reach out to somebody and they can't get back to you and you need that peace, there should be something that you can reflect on personally. Like yours is going to be that. Mine is the walk of Christ. To the cross, you know, mm-hmm. and what he went through. It just humbles me big time. Mm-hmm. So, so big, you know, to just sit there and, you know, think about the pain, the agony, not calling out for mercy or nothing, you know, and it's like, that's my go to. And it just knocks me down, says, you know, Ron, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> you ain't got it that bad. Right, right. Somebody's always got it worse, right? Right. Then when you talk about how long, because of course it's not over, but how long that beating, that walk, that crucifixion covered all of mankind. All of mankind. It was it was the ultimate walk. Yeah. I ultimate. So, Guarantee you probably a few punches from them Romans. I would have been like, (laughs) (laughs) we ain't getting to the cat and nine tails, what they call it. I think they call it something else, but you know, uh, with the shards and we ain't getting to there. Got them claws on the end. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we ain't getting there. So, yeah, I just, I think everybody should have that, that kind of go to spot for themselves. Right. You know, to remind them, hey, look. This happened for me, and here I am boohooing about this. This is nothing. I got this with him. Mm-hmm. As long as he's with me, I got this. Yeah. Anybody else got final thoughts? Coffee Mike, you've been quiet. Are we doing final thoughts? Is that what we're doing? Mm. Hey, I'm kidding. Hey, hey that's thought. good. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> I did my final thought. <laughs> I got one, then. I'll take that uh-huh. final thought. That's mine. Mr. Max. Chapter 3, verse 19. It says, Therefore, repent and return, so that your sins may be wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. That's that's my final thoughts. I'm just overwhelmed. Is that why you're being quiet? Yeah, I mean... Is it a good overwhelm? I don't sweat anymore since I lost the weight. And I'm over here actually hot tonight. And uh, You are kind of hot tonight. A matter of opinion. Please cut that out. I yeah. the podcast. <laughs> a matter of opinion. The man is trying to speak, guys. I'm, I'm used to it, but thank you. <laughs> At least I'm awake for this one. But anyway, um, I'm just overwhelmed tonight. Uh, everything that was said... I truly believe the Holy Spirit was here tonight moving amongst Amen. us. And what a great feeling that is. That's really all I've got. I'm out. <laughs> Mike? Tyler? Carl? I already gave mine. I read a, I read okay. Psalms 23. Okay. Yeah, no, 
You're good? Yeah. Carl? Professor? Mm. Professor? <laughs> Maybe we should name Tyler the captain. We could have the captain and the professor. And, and Ronnie can be Gilligan. Is <laughs> Prophet sounding better now? No. No, it's still not. I'll still take Gilligan. Because <laughs> he is shipwrecked. <laughs> Our good shepherd will seek us when we're lost. Mm-hmm. He makes that very clear in Luke 15. You know, when, there's, when a sheep becomes lost, he will, he will move heaven and earth to find you again. But even in that parable, he says at the end of it, I tell you that in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And I think we gloss that part over. He does seek after us, but at some point, we have to agree to walk back with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do. We, we too often expect him to do all the work, and we don't cultivate the relationship with him. And we, do, we need to be more mindful of that. He, we're sinners. We fall, we stumble, we make mistakes, we're imperfect. But he wants us to strive. Mm-hmm. He does want us to strive. He wants to see that we're, we're attempting to make a follow-through. We can't manifest purity of heart on our own. He has to manifest that in us, but we have to agree to walk with him, right? To attempt to walk in step with him, because if we want to see the power of God manifest in revival, we have got to allow the purity of God to manifest in our heart, because those things are linked. If we reject the purity of God in our heart, we will not see genuine power of God in our communities. We have, ha- we have to surrender to the purity first before we can see the power. Mm-hmm. We have got to. Yes. And that's why I challenged with, with testing. We've, we've got to make sure that we're in alignment with him and walk with our good shepherd. I'm just going to read what I texted this morning to the group. That in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. It's John 1, 1 and 2. And then, do we actually, like Tyler alluded to that same message earlier, is like, we know it, right? Yeah. Like, we, we have a picture on it that we hang, or we have a t-shirt with the saying, or with the verse on it. Do we do it, though? Do we actually know, know it, right? Like <clears throat> picking up your cross. Yeah, we could probably pick out. We could probably pick out key sermons that have been preached on it, right? So that's that's the whole thing. Like get into it, and then tell somebody about it. Right? Like, there was one thing. So I have two, I guess. One, I posted on our Facebook group that was going to be mine tonight, actually. This is who we are called by name for a purpose. We're loved. So much so that he gave his only son for us. And kept, sustained by God's faithfulness and cure, grace and mercy. So when we don't think we're nothing, alone, empty, going back to whatever, we're three things. And they all, those three things, all point to him. Tyler, new kid on the block. Yes. Would you like to pray us out? Yeah, sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we we come to you as humbly as we can, Lord, to give you first of all praise and glory and, and thanks for the many, many blessings you, you've given us, Lord. And I think we always pray about it, but truly thank you for dying on that cross for our sins, Lord. We would be nothing without that. Lord, I pray that you use each and every one of us and that we be bold this week, and that we um, you give us the strength and the courage to do what we need to do for you, Lord, that it brings you glory and you only glory. Lord, I pray that you be with anybody out there that's struggling with any of these things, that you, you be with them, that you show them your love, 
you show them that no matter how broken we are, no, no matter what we've done, that you're right there to bring us back. Lord, we thank you for everything you've done in our lives. We praise you and thank you. In your name of Jesus, amen. 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 And until next time. Welcome to Ministry. Catch on the flip side.